We're in. <laughs> the episode has begun. Hey guys. What's up? Hey. Um, howdy doody. Welcome to the 13th Floor Podcast, where we like to keep it strange and be weird, talk about things that are just really fascinating. And I'm Cece. I'm Alex. I'm James. Did I just say my name as a or, or a question? Uh, kind of. Kind of did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I am for sure Cece. Uh, you guys, what are we talking about today? Nephilim. <laughs> Alex, you sound so nervous. Oh. Yeah, and this was this was a topic submitted to us by the wonderful Sandy. Sandy, thank you for sending this topic in. But before we hop on into the topic, do you guys have any exciting life stories? Hmm. I like the silence. <laughs> I like the silence. Uh, my back hurts. I'm sitting here, James. I'm sitting here with a heating pad wrapped around my back. Ah, that sucks. Don't sound don't sound so interested, James. <laughs> I slammed oh, my man. knee into a desk and probably whined about it for about twenty minutes today. You, that's like me. <laughs> yeah, you pulled a CC. But it started to be a thing I do every other day at work. But today I got really good at it. I think it's swollen a little bit. It, your knee does uh, look a little bit bigger. Uh, Anytime I walk around to pick up, I will hit my knee against the uh, trailer hitch. It's mandatory. Oh, it's like there's magnetism at work. Yeah. And you work on a farm. Like you, you've lived on a farm. Oh, yeah. It's a regular like- occurrence. Yeah. Fre- very yeah. frequent. <laughs> uh, speaking of trucks, though, what's what do you guys think of the new Cybertruck? Oh, my I think it's goodness. Awesome. It looks to me. Yeah, me too. I, mean, I did not think you would, Alex. I thought this was going to be something we'd be contentious about. Oh, what, CC? No, I, I think I think that it looks really cool, but it looks like you know those really old video games like Turok and the really old ones. Like yeah, it, yeah, it yeah, kind yeah. of yes. looks like a car that they tried to make look like a real car uh, in an old video game. But yes, it does. It's brought yeah, to life. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it makes me want to like make a vaporwave playlist and get a trench coat and hunt replicants. It's just <laughs> amazing. That's oh. a that's a nice. Uh, Blade Runner reference. Hey, but James, yeah. also, you know that car is going to be in a game you're looking forward to, Cyberpunk mm. 2077. Oh, really? I mean, that's what yeah. it feels like it's straight out of. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah. so that I think it's pretty cool. I mean, I think it's awesome that there's a car that looks like that that's an option to buy. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's not for everybody. It's probably not even for me. But I think it's cool that... I want to be see that, be seeing that on the road eventually. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. Stoked. It'll be pretty nifty. I'll take a picture and post it on our Instagram if I ever see one out and about. I am slightly offended that James thought I was not going to like it. <laughs> I really didn't. Yeah, did not. Oh well, Alex, are we ready for our icebreaker? I think so. Didn't you, weren't you the one creating it? I, you You're know, the one spinning I, ideas at me before we started, so I, know, I figured you came up I with thought it. of a couple, but I'm trying to figure out, you know what, I'm just going to go with the one that I'm most, most interested in. So say, I, can just, I, have, I still have the list of ignoble prizes, though. I can just read them off to you. No, we'll do that. We'll do that in a future episode. But, okay, you guys, this is what I want you guys to talk about. What is your worst habit? <sighs> Oh, James. James, you know you got one. Oh, I know. That's the problem. <laughs> like, which one? Um. I've got, I think I've got, t- I've got two. <laughs> Procrastination. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm a procrastinator. Uh, that's That's just, just who I am. I work best under pressure. And then uh, my second one is that if I get angry, sometimes I will revert to being a five-year-old and I'll stomp around the house and slam doors. Yeah. Stomp very loudly. Yeah, I stomp very loudly. If I'm angry, <laughs> if I'm angry at Alex, he always knows because I'm stomping around the house. That's something I noticed very early on. Yeah. Oh. Kills him. But it's who I am, and he still loves me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say the procrastination one's definitely one of mine. I mean, oh, okay. yeah, mm-hmm. James, you'll find out in a minute when Alex starts reading through his no, research. No, my other. <laughs> <laughs> My other my other podcasts, I always edit the day before. Uh-huh. So, yeah, yeah, I, I'm a procrastinator. Yeah, Man- Monsters versus Men is posted on Monday, and then usually on Sunday at like six o'clock, he's like, "Hey, I I need to go Starbucks." 
goes and edits. Yeah, th- and then I get there and it was closed earlier than I remember. And then I get kicked out, I have to come home, and then I have to finish editing here. Yeah, it's true. Every week, that's basically the cycle. <laughs> uh, James, what about you? Uh, my biggest problem, it's kind of funny, it's the opposite of procrastination, even though I am, do procrastinate sometimes. It's, uh, I get obsessive with things. And so oh, yeah. I can, what I end up doing is wasting time with focus. It'll be like, so what did you do this week? Uh, well, I got really, really into, uh, a specific kind of fish and uh, now that's all I know. <laughs> and then that's it. Like it took up my whole week. So, no, I, you know, <laughs> having known you for a long time, James, mm. for oh, almost, is it over 10 years? It's been a decade, it's, it's yeah. About, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You made that point last week. You're the yeah, one that made that point that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm thinking on it, you're right. But having known you for so long, James, I know you get obsessed with certain things sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to do that kind of with Wikipedia rabbit holes, you know, where you go to uh, see yeah, also yeah, yeah. at the very bottom or or you just click, click keep clicking like the blue links yeah. when there's a word. I used to do that a lot, but I don't really do that anymore. But I, yeah. I would spend hours going through Wikipedia and reading. Yeah, I, I was well, never one of I take it people. to the next level, though. Like first it's like, oh, wow, emus are interesting. And it's like, wow, now I know everything about emus. And then a few days later, it's like, huh. I guess I have an emu farm now. Like it just, I go too far. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, James, would you ever get an emu? Oh yeah. I almost did once. (laughs) (laughs) Did you, did you find it on the internet? Uh, actually, no, I met a dude like, uh, he was literally selling emu eggs and I was like, this is exactly what I've been obsessed with this week. What a coincidence. (laughs) But, uh, ultimately I did not. I don't even know what stopped me. Yeah, I'm kind of upset that you didn't get the emu because, number one, how cool would that be if we had a co-host that had a pet emu? And number two, I, you know, I can't remember. The thought just escaped my head. Are we, are we ready to talk about giants? I didn't yeah. even count that high. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I thought ready. you loved me. And I'm doing the history of – I love your illiterate self. Uh <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this week we're doing Nephilim, and I'm doing the history of. Oh, yeah. listeners! Boy, are you all going to be disappointed? Strap yourselves in your seats because <laughs> you're going to be blown away by this research. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> 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 I like this setup. <laughs> do you want? Do you want to preface your your segment? Or just what I'm Man, man, I feel like I've been slandered, but it's like so true. I can't really <laughs> say anything. Um, so I do want to. I want to give you all an excerpt of some of the BS I was trying to read through. And uh, yeah, this is one thing that we bit, we both learned about this while doing this research is that like it, the re- the research material for the Nephilim <laughs> that kind of breaks it down for the you know regular reader. It's yeah. not out there, you guys. Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> Britannica did a really good job. They're, they're the best source that I could find. But here, here's a one sentence that I had to put up with. And I think some of you will feel the same way as I did. From the 3rd century BCE onwards, references are found in the Enochic literature and the Dead Sea Scrolls, in parentheses, the Genesis Apocryphon, and the Damascus Document for q 180 in parentheses, Jubilees and the Testament of Reuben to Baruch, jo- Josephus, and the Book of Jude, in parentheses, compare with 2 Peter 2, in parentheses. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> this is, that was, that was one sentence. <laughs> yeah, there were lots of them like that. So, so I, had, I did more searching than I did actually like writing things <laughs> Yeah, the entire time he was doing his research, James, he was just sitting in the corner moaning. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, but it, it's pretty simple, actually, but people just really want to make it really complicated. Yeah. <laughs> and it is a little complicated because a lot of it is, uh, I guess a lot of it is up to interpretation, mm. which there's a lot of, turns out. Yeah. 
So <clears throat> I guess I should probably go ahead and get into it and quit complaining about how hard it was. So <laughs> what are Nephilim? Well, there's a lot of debate about it, but classifying them in just about any way leaves a lot of doubt because it, it does require a lot of guesswork, even uh, picking the root word that Nephilim comes from. Hmm. And it's... So they're described as a group of mysterious beings or people of unusually large size and strength who lived uh, before and after the flood. Now, some people seem to think that the flood was caused by them. Like it was a, it was a direct almost attack on the Nephilim. Yeah. Okay. Their existence caused the flood, but it seems like that idea has been scrapped by most people. Most people say that that's probably not true, but the odd thing is the Nephilim are just referenced a few times in the Old Testament. And I think that's one of the reasons really that no one really, I'm going to say really five more times, that no one understands what they really are. Like There's no hard fact on what these things are. The descriptions are minimal. Okay. So it's hard, It's kind of hard to know because there's just not much information on it. Right. They're, they're almost just referenced in passing a lot of times. Okay. And so the knowledge of what they were is not out there, really. Hmm. So some think that Neph... I started typing Neph in my notes, sorry. So something that Nephilim directly translates to the word giants, and then some think it directly translates to the, the words fallen ones. Hmm. So it's all over the place. And frankly, it, it does. It seems like a lot of guesswork trying to figure out what, what this root word... what. Oh my! You, my phone's on silent. Uh huh. It is. As she flips it, <laughs> she flips the switch to turn it to silent. My bedtime alarm just came on automatically. So, uh, oh my gosh, your alarm set me. But it is it is a lot of guesswork, and they're assuming that the root word root word means two different things, and. Even then, there's it doesn't explain the entire word. So no one really knows, it seems like. So what creates these strong, tall beings? Yeah. Right? Well, they say that it's from the sons of God getting jicky with the daughters of men. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there does, and there is, again, debate on whether or not sons of God uh, especially are Angels or fallen angels? Well, if they're getting jiggy with the daughters of men, you feel like that would be like a sin. Well, yeah. And then there's also some people that think that the scripture says that angels aren't allowed to marry women as well. Yeah. And so it confuses things even further. Yeah. So uh, That's where the flood hypothesis comes from. It comes from the idea that these kinds of hybrids shouldn't exist, and therefore that's why they were exterminated via the flood, was that they were an abomination that goes against nature. Right, Oof. right. So, again, we don't know. <laughs> but they, their common consensus is whatever the offspring of these two had supernatural features, oftentimes resulting in height and strength, unlike any other man. So they're mm. like, they can pick up. Yeah. Giant boulders. Yeah, so they're like, they're, they're prized warriors. They're these great warriors that we see specifically in the story of David and Goliath. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people think that Goliath was a Nephilim. I mean, he certainly was a standout figure. So they think that Goliath was nine feet, nine inches tall, which is gigantic. That's like, pretty tall. I, I knew that was tall. And then I looked at what the tallest man in recorded history is. Eight feet, 11 inches. Yeah. Cece, I think you know who that is. I'll talk about him in a minute. So, yeah, this guy was gigantic. He was almost a foot taller than the tallest man recorded in history. And he didn't have all the defects and problems that happen when you are that tall. He was just he was just a natural tall dude. Yeah. Well, some people do think he had some issues because he was so big. But, <laughs> <laughs> again, this he is part of the research. I read a whole bunch of sure. things about uh, petitiary glands. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> and I read it to Cece and laughed, and then I said, I'm not using this, because it's all theor theoretical. But I think it's an interesting theory that 
I'm I'm just not sure that any of these interpretations can be sound on. It seems like there's even different interpretations for what who had who had relations with who. So sons of God could mean the sons of Seth. Mm. And and the daughters of man could mean the daughters of Cain. Mm. Who is Seth? Seth is the son of Adam. Okay. And so they think that, and they were the sons of Seth were in particular like against God. The, the, these sons in particular that they're referencing possibly are kind of not against God, but uh, don't believe in them. Or what's another word for that? I don't know. Heretics, I guess. Yeah, I guess they're heretics. So they're kind of these. They're just the sons of Seth. They don't believe in God. They are doing their own thing, whatever. And then the daughters of Cain, well, Cain's not that great, right? So <laughs> it's like these two bad forces mingling. And so the Nephilim are the possibly the offspring of these two groups of people <laughs> getting together. <laughs> yeah. So it's a lot of hearsay. And it's also very religiously. Yeah, I mean, it's all old, it's all old Testament and it's all like cursory Old Testament. It's all read between the lines and maybe you'll figure out what we meant by Nephilim. <laughs> cool. Oh my gosh. How many more times can I say really? Really? And hearsay. Right. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> we just don't Okay, well, know. Alex, that was very interesting. We don't know. The, the frustrating thing for me this time was like when I've done the history of other things, we know the stories. We know the history. We know where this probably originated from. This is like, here's five theories. Mm, no one knows. <laughs> I Everything that I found that was about the Nephilim was very uh, scholarly. Oh, yes. And it wasn't very easy to read or interpret, in my opinion. Mm, yes. So, I felt that way. Oh. <laughs> uh, but I want to hear what you're next up, right, Cease? Giants. Yes. I need to take a deep breath <laughs> because this topic was also very intimidating for me as well. Oh, really? Yeah. I was going through stuff. I was like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Mine was a lot easier than yours, though. I'll tell you that. What, what I'll was tell your, you that. What, was, what, what would you say your topic was? Mine? Yeah. Mine is accounts of historical Giants. Okay, I wanted to make completely sure that it was historical specifically. I just didn't want to step on any toes. Yeah, don't you dare step on my toes. <laughs> but you know what? You, you'll get to you'll get to figure out whether or not you're stepping on toes because I'm going next. Oh, okay. All right, you guys. I'm talking about giants. <laughs> Much of my research today comes from an article by Brett Swanser for Mysterious Universe. Oh, I love that website. I love that it's website. so interesting. And there was also another article that I ended up finding on Mysterious Universe, but the name of the author escapes me. Hmm. I'll try and post it online. But we obviously have a ton of accounts of giants throughout literature since literature basically became a thing. Hmm. So we've got like Cyclops. We've got... Jack and the Beanstalk. Jack and the Beanstalk. <laughs> every time, you guys, every time I think of giants, you know who I think of? Willie the Giant. Yeah, Willie the Giant from uh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Uh, I mean, he's not from Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, but he's... <laughs> I, I know, but that's where I see That was one of my me. favorite flipping Mickey cartoons. I loved that cartoon. The one where, the old one, the brave little tailor. Yeah. Where he like, he smokes haystacks and he eats pumpkins. That's what <laughs> James that. wanted to grow up to be. Yeah. Oh, this giant with a ball cut. Yeah, we well, yeah, giant with a ball cut. <laughs> so, what about accounts of giants that aren't clearly fiction? There are some historical accounts of giant like humanoids roaming the earth from way back when. One of the most famous coming from Portuguese explorer Ferdinand Magellan. Oh. Remember that guy? I do. Yeah. Magellan with Magellan. Or was it Jellin' with Magellan? like Magellan. Oh yeah, remember that commercial? Wow. Was that for Shoals? That's an Dr. old one. Yeah, that's a Shoals. <laughs> wow! Did, did I just age myself? You, you picked one out of a grave. That's a <laughs> <laughs> well, Magellan he sailed the mighty seas and became the first person to circumvent the frickin' Earth. So he's a pretty big deal, you guys. But back in the 1500s, circa 1519 to 1522 ish. 
while Magellan was trying to find a good way to sail around the globe, he and his five vessels landed in dot 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 Patagonia. Oh, yeah, which is on the south end of South America, by the way. I totally knew that. <laughs> totally. I believe you. <sighs> geography. Public school geography failing me. But Magellan and his crew, <sighs> they landed Patagonia. And guess what they found, you guys? Dinosaur bones. No. <laughs> 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 giants. Freaking giants, y'all. Rousseau says Antonio Pigafetta. Magellan's official chronicler. What a cool job title that would be. I'm more worried the name is more baffling than anything. Pigafetta? (laughs) I love that last name. There's always, and this is the name. It sounds delicious. I know, right? It sounds like a delicious, like a bread crust covered with like pork and tomato. Yeah, it definitely has to have pork in it. Uh, Oh, yeah. I I mean, Pigafetta, of course. I I just pictured cheese being made from a pig. Ew, gross. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound so good now, does it? Well, Pigafetta, he was Magellan's official chronicler, which I would love that job. But you guys, I stopped and thought about this. If he were around today, he would probably just be considered a blogger, like a travel blogger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Everything's <laughs> oh, that's like maps, so it's just him going yeah. to places now. Yeah, isn't that crazy? But <laughs> yeah. anyway, Pigafetta, he chronicles that as they approach Patagonia, they see this large naked man like basically running around and dancing on the beach and throwing dust on his head and they say that the guy was so tall that when they stood next to him they only reached his waist and he was quote well proportioned so it's not like he was you know like there was something wrong with his proportions he was like a normal proportioned person was he he naked yeah, he was naked. So they were they were waist high, and he said, and then they go, he's well proportioned. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I need a drink of water. Let me get a drink really quickly. Oh, guys, I apologize. I'm I like I'm coming off of a cold right now, so my voice is a little scratchy, scratchy. Mm-hmm. You should have heard me yesterday, James. It sounded it sounded like I smoked six packs a day. But anyways, I don't I don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, to extend the olive branch to this man, Magellan and his crew, they want to show him that they mean no harm. So they sent one of the crew members up to the beach and they had him mimic the guy dancing and throwing dust in his head to be like, oh, we're just like you. We come in peace. And the guy was just like baffled and amazed and very excited that they were there. And apparently when they showed him a mirror, he freaked out because he'd never seen a mirror before. He probably, he's probably like, I'm so tall. And uh, he kept pointing to the skies. So it's like, it's possible that he- <laughs> I like the idea that the first thing that he thinks when he sees himself for the first time is that I'm so tall. Who knows what he was thinking? But he, he thought that Magellan and his crew came from heaven. The celestial bodies in the sky. Oh. Yeah. Pigafetta says the giants were, well, Pigafetta says they basically became pals with this giant group of giants. <laughs> the giant group of giants. Because <laughs> they were all giants. But until Magellan tried to, he, he tried to capture some of them and take them home, oh. which isn't very nice, if, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Sadly, the giants were said to have perished on the long journey back to Portugal. So Magellan could not actually provide any real proof of the giants, but his he did tell the tale when he got back home, and everybody was like, "Oh, they're called they're bones, giants. Magellan. They're called bones." Well, that's, that's what I was wondering. Exactly. Yeah, that, is, that's what I stopped and thought. I was yeah. like, "Why wouldn't they like? Maybe they threw it overboard because it got too stinky." Like I don't know. Well, yeah, I guess that's probably the case. Mm. And who are they going to have go down there and? Yeah, no, but you'd yeah. think that they would just like wrap him up in a cloth or something and put him somewhere. <laughs> something, I don't know. Yeah. You think they just put a napkin over him? And yeah. Well, it would be better if they just left him where he was. I can't believe they. Are you really surprised, though? No, but it's like, oh, hey, we're your best friends. Hey, we're going to murder you in the, on the ocean. Yeah, we're going to take you home. But mm. fun fact, you guys, do you all know where the name Patagonia might come from? Uh, no. It's from the guys patting their heads with sand. <laughs> Magellan <laughs> named the giants Pata- Patagones, pa- Patagones, yeah. which Pat, yeah, pa- the Patagones, Patagones, Patagones. Pa- uh, Pata means foot and paw in, in Spanish. So Patagonia mm. kind of 
it could possibly kind of meet Land of the Big Feet. Mm-hmm. But you, there's also a book that came out that could have inspired the name for the country, but I think that the Giants theory is more fun, so I'm going to go with that. Mm, yes. Freaking Giants. Selective history. Yeah, selective. And Magellan, he ain't the only person who claims to have seen these Patagonian Giants, you guys. Oh. Yeah. Sir Francis Drake says he saw them in 1574 and that they were around 10 feet tall, which is way tall. But when I picture giants, I picture like skyscraper height. So like 10 feet to me. And it's probably just because, you know, we're here today and we know that people can get really tall. But I don't know. When I picture a giant, I picture, you know, the first thing that comes to my mind other than Willie the Giant is the Titans from uh, that one TV show. Greek mythology. No, not Greek mythology. The TV James. show. The, the TV titans. show with the Titans, the big tall people. Remember the Titans? No, <laughs> no. What's that? I have no anime? idea. Oh, oh, oh! Attack of the Titans. Attack of the Attack Titans. Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's what I picture in my gotcha. brain. Yeah. Scary looking. Oh. <laughs> but, anyways, what do you guys picture when you think of giants? Yeah, something bigger than ten feet. But ten feet is pretty giant. Yeah. It is very big. Other explorers who say they saw creatures, uh, which I feel like I don't like calling them creatures, but a lot of these articles that I read called them creatures. Oh. I don't know. It feels rude to me. But, okay. So, explorer Anthony Nivette said he saw some dead giant bodies in the 1590s. And explorer William Adams said his team was attacked by them. Scary times. Can can you imagine being chased and attacked by a 10-foot tall man? Mm, no. no. It'd be terrifying. Yeah, it'd be scary. Be and, intimidating. <laughs> yeah. And then in 1766, explorer John Byron says he too saw the Patagonian giants. So that's a lot of people who say they saw the exact same thing. Were they able mm-hmm. to hear each other's stories? Uh, I would assume so. But mm. there's there's a good possibility that obviously the accounts of the Patagonian giants were a bit over-exaggerated. Well, yeah. yeah. They always are. Well, and it's like, you know, one person says, oh... I saw this giant that was like 12 feet tall. And then somebody else goes and says, I saw him too. They were 15 feet tall and then so on and so forth. And so that tale just, (laughs) you know, it keeps going. But apparently Sir Francis Drake's nephew wrote a book about his uncle's adventures and said that his accounts of the giant size was way over exaggerated. And then also a revised report from John Byron's expedition actually states the giants were about six foot six. So that is a <laughs> far stretch from the nine to 12 foot tall account that he had initially reported. Uh-huh. Which, and this is one thing, okay, you guys, if it were me and I ran into these, you know, very tall people, there would be no way that I could judge their height. Like well, uh, I, a lot of people could. Though. Okay. You can't, don't, but, don't treat me so like you see, that. You don't even know how big a foot is. It's like this big. You're pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> thanks for that. But I would probably overestimate the size too if I came across giant in the 1700s because I cannot accurately guess the size of anything. If I were to guess how tall James is, and I'm going to close my eyes, I'm going to picture you, James. Three feet. No, he's not three feet. He's five foot seven. Ah, uh, yeah, you're just one inch off. Five foot eight. I've just. Just yep, you're right. You can't do it. <laughs> I was close. Uh, I'm, you know what? I'm proud of myself right now, you guys. But there might be some truth to the explorer's accounts, too, because there is a tribe that lives in Patagonia. I cannot pronounce the name of this tribe. Alex, how do you say that? Oh, yeah. This is going to go. Telehuche? Telehuche? Telehuche. Telehuche. T-E-H-U-E-L-C-H-E. And they're on average very tall, many six feet and taller. Which, oh, yeah. in comparison to the explorers, was probably pretty tall at the time. Most Europeans at the time were at the low five foot range. So if the if you're five feet and you come across somebody who's like six foot nine, you're gonna be like, whoa. You know what I mean? I guess. Do you guys know? Do you guys know the average height for people nowadays? This took me. This is where my rabbit hole. It's probably like five ten. Five ten. Sounds about right. The, the man is five nine. Hmm. Oh, wait, we're including outside of America, aren't we? Well, yeah. This is America. America. What? Really? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Women are five foot four, so I'm average, y'all. But, yeah, that's for America. Do you guys know the tallest state in America? Minnesota. Good guess. Kentucky's on the list. It's in the top ten, but the tallest on average is Alabama. 
What? For women, yeah, for women, it's the Dominican Republic. And the shortest state, you guys, take a guess. Probably like Hawaii. Cal- oh, maybe California. No, James is right. It's Hawaii. Oh, oh cause James, all- you got it. Yeah. The top three tallest countries in the world are the Netherlands, Montenegro, and Denmark. Yeah, the Netherlands never stop talking about it. They freak me out. You criticize a Dutch person, they're like, well, how dare you? My mother was the tallest woman in the village. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that I've ever met anybody from the Netherlands, but I'd love to. Hey, uh, listeners, if you are listening from the Netherlands, please give us a follow on Instagram and reach out to us because I want to make a friend from the Netherlands. Okay, so back to the conquistadors, you guys. They also apparently ran into giants all across the United States of America. Mm. Like in Florida, the Tampa Bay area, Gulf Coast, Alabama. Mm. So tallest is the tallest state in America, you guys. The conquistadors were like, oh, there are giants in Alabama. Also near the Grand Canyon. Lots lots of conquistadors reportedly encountered native tribes with giant warriors, a lot of them would report. Mm. But one explorer in particular Bernal Diaz del Castillo, he claims to have met with the, how do you say that word, Alex? Is it a tribe of Indian? Tlaxcatex? Tlaxcatex? T-L-A-X-C-A-T-E-X. I'm sorry, I do not know how to pronounce things. But that tribe told Castillo that giants used to have lived amongst the tribe, but they were evil, so they took them out. And the natives showed Castillo giant leg bone that had allegedly belonged to one of the giants. And Castillo said it was as tall as him. Just the leg bone alone. But we have no idea where these bones are today, you guys. The brontosaurus. I can tell you what it was. It was probably Mm -hmm. a woolly mammoth. Because a lot of accounts that I've seen, it's like people think that they found a giant. But it turns out it's It's a mastodon. It's a mastodon. But speaking of bones, (laughs) there are lots of stories circulating around the interwebs. Of really tall, massive, hulking humanoid skeletons being found all over the globe. And I looked back, like, there are stories about these skeletons being found from way back when. Mm. But if you look up some of these stories online, at least some of the more recent ones, uh, a lot of them are said to be hoaxes per Snopes. Snopes.com. There was even one in 2016 where they were like, in Afghanistan, or maybe it was Iraq, American soldiers. It was Iran. It was was Iran? Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I think it was Iran. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. American soldiers found, fought, and killed a Nephilim. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest, when I saw the pictures, I immediately thought they were doctored. Like it mm. looks, it looks like the bones are huge, and it's like they're standing next to the skull that's as big as like a car. And then there's like a little tiny man sitting next to it, like uh, brushing it off with a little a little toothbrush. But it's, it's weird. But that being said, there have been some older accounts of giant skeletons having been found throughout history. Some by Smithsonian during the late 19th and early 20th centuries. Weird thing here is that Smithsonian apparently collected some of the skeletons. And when they go to find them for study later on, they've apparently been quote unquote misplaced. Mm-hmm. So if they might have these skeletons in the secret archives. Who knows? But... And they might not even be real. Maybe they weren't real. Some also speculate that the world, the leaders, whoever's in power might not want us to know about giants existing, which I don't understand why Why? it would matter. Yeah, I don't know why it would matter. So red flag right there. And also skeletons of unusual height, like seven feet tall and taller. There is a possibility that some of these people could have, they might have had genetic conditions like gigantism or... How do you say it, James? Acro... Acromegaly. Acromegaly? Yeah. Acromegaly. I had it, you guys. Hmm. I need to... You guys, I need to trust my pronunciations more unless it's like an Indian tribe name. So, Hmm. one last fun fact. Can you guys guess the height of the world's tallest man? Alex, I know you already know this. I already said it on the podcast. Stop it! You... you, (laughs) Stop... stop. Uh, uh, James, you guess. Um... Eight foot one. No, way taller than that, James. Eight really? feet, 11 inches. Oh, yeah. my. Robert Wadlow. Alex, do you remember when we went now to- Now I know James wasn't listening to me. Yeah, James wasn't listening oh, to me. Wow, James. <laughs> he's not even going to deny it. It's okay, I understand. But that's because he already knows everything there is to know. No, he didn't. Yeah, you're, you're right. <laughs> James, you're in trouble. 
man. You know, when I edit sometimes, James, I can just hear your mouse clicking when yeah. Alex and I are talking, and I'm just like, what was he doing? Mm. What was he He's looking at? He's probably wanting to inter- interject. Oh. Or he's just like shaking his head like very angrily like, that's wrong. Yeah, probably. <laughs> they pronounced yeah. everything incorrectly. That does happen sometimes. It, it, it is pituitary, by the way, Alex. Not pituitary. <laughs> it's probably why I didn't hear the height thing. I was Oops. probably just fixated on it. Again, I told you guys, I get fixated on things. He gets obsessed with things. But, Alex, mm. do you remember when we went to go to Ripley's, believe it or not? Yeah. And there was the wax figurine of Robert Wadlow. Yeah. And we stood next to him and we looked he was like tall. Yeah. he was very tall. I would call him a giant, I guess, if I ran across him. Yeah, if you came across him in public, you'd be like, whoa, he's tall. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I would but, say. But bless his little heart. At five years old, he was five foot and four. At five years old, what? he was as tall as I was. Wow. I'm, oh, yeah, wow. I guess tall as I am now. But bless his heart, he did join Ringling Bros as a curiosity, oh. which I think is really sad. A lot of these people who did have like gigantism and stuff. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of them did join by their own free will to make money, which is sad. But. But there was, I spread another account of one guy who was really tall and his parents, he was a really tall kid. And so his parents put him into the traveling circus when he was like a child. Yeah. And then they withdrew him because they felt like God was going to punish them later on. Yeah. 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 He probably would. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. But Mr. Wildo only lived to be 22 years old. I won't say what happened to him because it makes me really sad, but you guys can look it up on your own. And giants, you guys. Frickin' giants. 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 James, this uh, is where I'm going to, I'm going to step off the pedestal. Okay. And I'm going to let you step on. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm covering alternative theories as well as, yeah, well, just alternative theories. Let's put it under that umbrella for now. Um, okay, so, sounds fun. Yeah, there's four religious theories, like like modern Christian perspectives and one well several of them you you kind of touched on Alex one being that the Nephilim were the offspring of fallen angels called Elohim and human women and that's Elohim by the way that's what sons of God means literally when you translate it out so let me I'm just gonna this is kind of weird because I'm gonna quote the Bible on our podcast but uh, Genesis 6 1 through 6 says and there we saw the Nephilim, the sons of Anak, and we seemed ourselves like grasshoppers, and so we seemed to them. So that's kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> and that perspective holds the view that even though in some translations they're called heroes, the Nephilim, rather than just savage warriors, the, the actual translation is heroes, that view takes the, the idea that they are abominations and the cause of the flood and then on the other hand you've got the sethite view and that's becoming more popular and in that instance as you've touched on already alex it's the notion that seth's bloodline mingled with cain's bloodline and uh the the real issue with with these people and why the flood destroyed them was not that they were genetically abominable but rather they were just they were just heretics they were just worldly they they just did what they wanted and that was the issue the third theory biblical theory is that the nephilim were the offspring of people who were possessed by demons and which i mean when we say fallen angel that's exactly what we mean we mean demons uh there's not a lot of context for that there's no evidence, you know, biblically or otherwise, that uh, that people can become demon possessed and create offspring as a result. It's just one of the the positions that some people hold, and that's largely because a lot of people think of angels and demons as purely spiritual beings and therefore incapable of reproducing or having like you know a physical bloodline. And then lastly, you've just got what are called fallen men. And the reason for this is, you, you kind of touched on this, Alex, Nafal is Hebrew for to fall, which is kind of hilarious because it sounds like to fall in English. But, uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they come from inhuman origins, right? So that's where that notion comes from, that these are just bad people, not uh, anything else. 
Now, I have a problem with all four of these interpretations. None of them account for the peculiar physiology. I mean, the whole unique thing about the Nephilim is that they're gigantic. So if they were just like bad people, that wouldn't really explain why they were big. It wouldn't explain why they were uh, amazing heroes and warriors and, and just, you know, they performed all these astonishing legendary feats. What sounds more likely to me... Maybe they didn't see height back then. (laughs) 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 What what seems more likely to me is that what had happened is the Hebrews had encountered another mythology, probably another Semitic mythology, and as they were sort of turning away from polytheism, it was like, well, what do we do about all these heroes? What do we do about, you know, Hebrew Hercules, our version of Hercules? You know, you get what I mean. And the, the yeah. conclusion was, well, let's water it down and turn him into a uh, half-angel, half-human monster person who shouldn't exist and therefore got destroyed in the flood. That, I think, makes more sense. But another theory, and I, one that I find fascinating and one that, that's really come into its own uh, just in the past decade or two because of research, a lot of genetic research that simply we didn't have access to prior is the notion that the sons of man were not angelic or metaphysical or, or supernatural, but rather other hominids. And we, we talked about this in our previous human hybrid uh, episode. The most obvious candidate for that would be Neanderthals. Neanderthals, it's interesting to note that a lot of the these Elohim, the you know, the sons of God in the Bible, they gave humans technology and knowledge that they didn't have. Well, the Neanderthals had technology and knowledge that we didn't have. When we immigrated up into the European subcontinent area, or not subcontinent, continent area, we didn't really know what to do. And the Neanderthals sort of showed us the way, and then we bred with them and produced hybrids, which is what we all are. And that's one of the theories, is that actually people with Neanderthal DNA are are Nephilim. Now, there's one problem with that. Whoa. Yeah. There's one problem with that, though, uh, and, and there are other human hybrid possibilities. There's Denisovans, there's uh, uh, Florensons. Uh, what's that one up in Tibet? I can't think of that right now. You get the idea, though. But here's the problem with that. Yeah. You guys got a question for you. What's the tallest in the fossil record that we know of? What is the tallest hominid? James, you assume I know all different types of hominids? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll give you the answer then. It's us. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's us. us. It's, it's Homo sapiens. So now this leads me to an interesting theory. Have you guys ever heard of hybrid vigor? No. Okay, well, no, no worries, no worries. If you look at a liger or you look at a mule oh. or you look at a yeah. just about any hybrid, wolfins, etc., they're gigantic. They're not always bigger than their parents. So maybe... First generation Denisovan Homo sapiens or first generation Neanderthal Homo sapiens. Maybe they were giant. Maybe whenever the two species would cross for the first time, the end result would be ridiculously overdeveloped humans. We see this in plants and animals, by the way. The problem there is usually hybrid vigor is accompanied by sterility. Nature abhors a hybrid, you guys. So the odds of that being the case is less likely. But we are the tallest hominid, so for them to be something else entirely is kind of unlikely. But it does beg a few interesting points, and (laughs) this is where we're going to get a little weird. Um, (laughs) If you look at a lot of mythology, a lot of, I mean, all over the world, they tend to have precursors for very tall, very fair-skinned people who did amazing things. It, you even mentioned it yourself, the, the, the evil giants. And what was it? Was it uh, Patagonia? Oh, yeah, the, the evil giants were the ones that were in the, over by the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Oh, the Grand Canyon. Okay. Well, interestingly enough, in the Andes, in the Peruvian area, they had a people called the Chachapoyas. They were called the Cloud Warriors, and they were bizarrely tall, 
and fair-skinned to such a point that some people even thought maybe the Vikings had raided the Incas and settled there. Of course, there's no there's no evidence for that, but it's it's interesting to consider. Mm-hmm. And then in terms of divinity, in terms of you know god heroes, they're always taller than average. They usually have unique physical qualities. Uh, even Lord Shiva in Hinduism, when he comes to Earth, he's always like seven feet tall or so. They're always taller than the average person by a wide margin. The Vril from uh, uh, The Coming Race by Edward Lighton, uh, Bulwer Lighton. Uh, if you look at most Atlanteans, there's all sorts of stories about freakishly tall precursors, even though human beings, Homo sapiens, are the tallest hominids on the fossil record. Now, I'm, I'm, again, this is about to get really peculiar. Looking at the Chachapoya, Looking at the Nephilim theories, looking at the the god ancestors of the Aztecs that, you know, they confused uh, Cortez with, looking at how tall Shiva is, all these things, really tall, fair-skinned, arguably blonde and blue-eyed. Who does that sound like, you guys? James, stop it. Yeah. Are you are you throwing back to our friendly aliens episode? I am. I am saying that the Nephilim were possibly the offspring of Pleiadians and Homo sapiens. And that's why they James. looked the way they did. Ooh. Yeah. You just blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that that's more plausible, as crazy as that sounds, than the Neanderthal theory. Yeah. Because one, if Neanderthals and humans produced freakishly tall... Uh, hybrids, chances are that means that we're different enough to create hybrid vigor, and that means we're also different enough to where those hybrids should have been sterile and none of us would exist in our current forms. So I'm inclined to think that that makes more sense. The Chachapoyas were probably not Vikings. They were aliens. (laughs) So James believes in the Palladians. Yep. Yep. Too much evidence. I'm a believer now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that, that that's one of the things you obsessed over. Yep. One night you're learning about the Palladians and then yeah. next thing you know you're you're looking into the Nephilim. You know, it's kind of weird like I wasn't researching this for the podcast. I was actually researching the Chachapoyans just cuz I got fixated with them and I was like, "Holy crap, this ties in with the podcast coming up." <laughs> so it's kind of weird. <laughs> It was cosmic. It was yeah. supposed to happen. You're supposed to come across that information for yeah. this specific episode, James, because you fi- you figured out the answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, listeners, we left you with a lot that you you need to stop and think about. Yes. Pull over on the side of the road. Ponder. Contemplate your origins. Yeah. Con- <laughs> contemplate. <laughs> Do you guys have any anything else that you want to add to the conversation before we draw our episode for next week? I think none of these people know what they were talking about. All right, that's Alex's, <laughs> Alex's take on the matter. Yeah. To be fair, sailors lie a lot. Like, I remember yes. when I was a kid, I heard a story. It might have even been Magellan. They went to some island or something. They were like, yeah, there's people there. Their faces are on their bellies, and they only eat an apple a year. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a crazy yeah, story. I think... The fact that they don't have any like evidence, like any true proof, it's just everybody yeah. going and saying, oh, I saw him. Yeah. But it's like, you know, if Magellan really did try to take some back with him, I feel like he would know, like, this is important enough. We need to show them that this yeah. was real, yeah. that they'd keep the body on the What What weirds me out, though, the most is is that every culture has giants. Like They all talk about yeah. big old people who did heroic, amazing things in a golden age long past. Every single flipping one of them does that. Well, if you think about it, anytime we see someone on TV, we always picture them taller than they probably really are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm as tall as, uh, so, what's the dude from uh, from Split? James McAvoy? Yeah, I'm as tall as him. He, oh, my gosh, James. Are Is you, that true? I am I am the same height as James McAvoy. Oh, my gosh. See, I feel like all of our listeners, they they don't they can't put, put you into perspective because yeah. they haven't like seen you. Just picture Although, James like, McAvoy. We do have a picture... <laughs> Just picture James McAvoy. <laughs> we have a picture. Wait, how tall are you, James? Five eight. Five eight. Uh, you're taller than him. He's five seven. What? We have a picture of Alex and James on the Thirteenth Floor Podcast Instagram at Thirteenth Floor Podcast. 
And you can kind of see the difference between them and height. James is 5'8", Alex is 6'2". I'm slouched over. Yeah, you are slouched over in this picture, but you guys will never see a picture of me because I don't post any of myself. Mm. Only James and Alex and their beautiful faces. Okay, we're ready to draw from the vase. Yep. All right. Let me take all the stuff out. Mm. Oh my God, how many pens do you have in there? Gwen brings me pens, like, all the time. All right, you guys. Next week, we will be talking about... Psychics. Ooh, more magical Ooh. thinking. I'm going to go get my my palm read for this episode. Right. Or tarot reading. James, have you ever I'll gotten a tarot it. reading? I'll do a tarot reading. I have not. Oh. Also, we put that back. All right, you guys. So next week, we're talking about psychics. Yeah. And, oh, wait. Yeah, follow us on all of the social medias at 13th Floor Podcast. If you have a topic that you want to hear us talk about, those can be sent to us at 13thfloorpodcast at gmail.com. Alex, who does our music? Our music is by Grant Cook. You can find them on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, anywhere you listen to music. Oh, wait. I wanted to ask you all a question real quick. What? Okay. Cece, do you think there are actually giants? Yeah, um, I do. James? Yeah, they're from Pleiades. Yep. James, James thinks that they were alien hybrids. I think, I, in my opinion, I do think that they existed, but it wasn't like, you know, the giants that, I don't think, I think that their size was over-exaggerated. Okay, so tall people existed. I agree that tall people existed. I don't think giants existed. All right, so there there you have it, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, we hope you can keep it strange. How dare you? My mother was the tallest woman in the village.